0: Good morning all and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, good Russell. Morning. Good morning, everyone. Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you for this time now that we have with you, that we can be in your presence. It is such a privilege, such an honour that you call us individually, personally, by name to be in your presence, Lord. And we'd rather not be anywhere else. We thank you for that mercy upon our life. When there are so many and yet you choose to call us to be with you. And your calling is so strong that we're able to leave everything else to focus on you, Lord. We thank you that you bless us with every provision in our life. We thank you that you establish the work of our hands. We thank you that our bills are paid on time, Lord. We thank you that we have a roof over our head. We thank you, Father, that we are healthy, that we are well and we are safe. We thank you for our welfare. And we thank you, Father, that you extend your hand of friendship to us to give us that relationship where we can be with you. And out of that relationship, how then you are able to fortify us. That's what we reflect on today. We thank you, Lord, that as you reveal more and more of yourself to us, we come more and more closer to you. And the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts, Lord, we share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family, we share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you. We share it also, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and those that have no one to pray for them. As we offer our faith to stand in that gap, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our Maker, the name of our Father, the lifter of men, the great I Am, the one who has who makes the parched land into a pool of water and the thirsty land into a springs of water, who makes our life that looks like a wilderness with no path, no hope, no direction ahead. You make for us a way through the wilderness, through we oh, thank you, Father, that you are the ancient of days, the, Abba, the rabbi of all ages, the God of peace, who shall bruise Satan under our feet. And you are the one who has given us all the promises in your Bible, in your word. And you honor your word because you have exalted your word above your name. You are faithful. We thank you Lord and we pray in the name of Jesus your son, the one who came to establish that growth in our hearts, the author and the finisher of our faith and our destiny. He is our rock and our refuge, the foundation on which we build our church and our Christian experience, our personal lives as well. He is the bridge, the door to the Father. He is the Lord who heals. He is our daily bread. And we pray in the name of His Spirit. The Spirit of the Living God, the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of Truth. The Lord in the midst of His people, who is mighty. and He does only wondrous things. He is the Father of all spirits. Every spirit in the universe is subject to Him. He is the seal of the age to come. The comforter of the afflicted. It is He who is our Advocate given to be with us here on earth. That we might not be left helpless, but we might have someone who prays and sighs on our behalf as well, who intercedes for us with deep sighs and groans. Our Advocate. He is the Spirit of Victory. The one who heals our backsliding the one who is here to be with us till the end of our days and will never leave us, just as Jesus promised. It is through him, like we have seen the other day, that the laws and the word of God is impressed on our heart. He has put his laws on our minds. So that then brings transformation in our thinking and by that thinking, renewal of our mind brings transformation into our ways, our character, our nature, our lives, our habits. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. You have blessed us with every physical provision that we need and every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. You have blessed us with angels, with destiny help us. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us in every way that we need in order for us to be abundant and to be dominant over our circumstances. In the name of Jesus. So thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting, and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group, by the precious blood of Jesus. That the blood covenant speaks for them. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives, Lord. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, ill-faring, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. And we also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord. From Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11 that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith In the name of Jesus. Thank you Lord for the power of life on our tongue and the discernment to choose life every time we speak. Thank you Jesus. Yesterday we reflected on having the mind of Christ. And today I would like to reflect on that part of our journey towards Galatians 2.20. Having the mind of Christ where during that path, we still swing back and forth. The faith is still being formed, a stage where we are double-minded. James chapter 1 verse 6 to 8 defines what that double-minded person looks like, when he says, but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, now for that you need to look at the previous verse. Because in verse 5 he says, Let him who lacks wisdom ask, and it shall be given to him ungrudgingly. <clears throat> so what James is really telling us is, whenever you ask God, you have to believe that what you ask, he will give you. And you do not doubt. Why? Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. It has no direction it is not firm. It goes pretty random in any way. So it is with that person. He says that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. That's verse 7. And then verse 8 concludes it when he says, Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. That instability is one of the typical characters of a double-minded person. So we are reflecting on our own personal faith and our current Christian experience right now. Are we like that wave or are we like this unstable person? Let's look a little more at it. What does it mean to be double-minded? So these verses tell us that a person who at some times believes And at other times is taken over by doubt or by fear or by confusion. And these are the most common tools that Satan will use to shake a person and see whether they will waver or not. There could be some other parameters introduced by the devil as well. But in essence, what it really tells us is is that it is a person who is shaky in their conviction, whose faith depends on circumstances, one who swings to and fro between faith and fear, or faith and doubt, or confusion, or in general you could even say between faith and sin. Because if we give in to any of these others, it ultimately ends up in sin. Such a person is double-minded. One whose conviction does not stand when circumstances hit. So what do you think then is the reason for being double-minded? Daniel chapter 11 verse 32 says, The people who do know their God, those who do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. So conviction comes from knowing God. Faith also comes from knowing God. Faith is not a feeling, not an emotion. Faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word. So it is in essence knowing God, knowing His ways, understanding how He operates and then releasing your faith. If you do it without that understanding, it is superstition. It is only hearsay. Someone told me something about the God but I don't have the experience or personally I don't have the confidence I'm just doing it because someone else told me. That's superstition. That superstition will definitely give rise to double mindedness because now you don't know whom you are trusting or believing in. So it will become circumstantial just like we looked at just now. But when you know God well enough, then that relationship that is built establishes faith and trust. Trust will always be directly proportional to the closeness of your relationship with a person. We don't trust strangers. We trust very good friends. We may not trust friends that are just friends from a distance. But at the same time, we trust family members much more. The closer the relationship, the greater the trust. And where there is trust, there is no place for doubt. Just like in a marriage. We are called to trust God like a wife trusts her husband and a husband trusts the wife. The strength of your relationship or your closeness to God decides your single-mindedness. So that no matter what anyone else says, your focus is on, I know this person. Whatever you are saying is not possible. Trust. So how do you know God then, in order for you to build that trust? You know Him first through the Word, because the Word paints a picture of His image, His nature, that is His ways, and his character. When you study the word, you get to know him and all of these things become more and more evident to you the more you study the word. The more you study to know him, the more that picture gets painted before you. And The second way is experientially, by interacting with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's jurisdiction is also limited to the Word. His behavior will not include anything that is outside of what the Word of God says. He will always only confirm the Word. So how much of an interaction you have with Him through experience and through reading the Word will decide how well you know your God. And consequently, how much you are willing to hold on to what He has said, that is, how much of trust do you have on him? When you don't have the conviction to hold on to what he said, or you don't know what he said, which could be because you don't read the word. either case, then you can be easily confused, misguided, influenced, and therefore become double-minded. And Satan can say, just like he said to Eve, did God really say that you cannot eat from these trees? And Eve, not knowing for sure, in that very moment became double-minded and made a mistake. So let's look quickly at what some traits of a double-minded person are. I'll just put three key points. They are all interconnected. The first one is, they are in a constant state of confusion when it comes to decision making. They are torn between being led by the spirit and led by the flesh. So they are oscillating between the two. Swinging to and fro. And they can't tell the right path because no discernment. The second one is, they will often have their own will. And in some matters, they will have their own will and say in some matters. And in some instances, they will even reject the Holy Spirit's instruction as well. So sometimes they follow Him. At other times, social media can become their priority. That is a sign of double mindedness, where you don't always listen to Him. Sometimes you are doing your own thing. And if that is the case that we identify in our faith journey, we need to go back to our secret place to pray for grace. The third one is, they often find themselves compromising on their thought life in some areas. They may know it is wrong, but they still find themselves giving in to that temptation. so their conviction in that area is not that strong yet they often find themselves giving into old habits and it's that instability there that james 1 verse 8 talks about sometimes they're saying i know i won't go back and at other times they were oh sorry i couldn't resist and until We And as long as we are heading on that journey to Galatians 2.20 as well, these things will always be there. It is a battle for us to recognize this and then to fortify ourselves in the spirit through grace, to turn away from the ways of the flesh. These Christians are not bad Christians per se. They could be born again and having God's spirit, but they have just haven't gotten to knowing God And his ways that well yet for them to stand firm and say no. And it's the wavering conviction that causes faith to be contaminated. And that's where James 1 verse says James 1 verse 7 says they should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Or in short, their prayers may not be answered. So what do you do then? First thing is, we need to be consistent in reading and studying the word. That's the best way to get to know Him. Second is to listen for prompts of the Spirit and focus on obeying Him and building your relationship with Him. So, the word and the Spirit, you get to know Him by these. And then, the more we know Him, that builds faith and conviction. And that keeps us single-minded and unshaken because now we are seeking to please Him, we are seeking to obey, we are seeking to align with His ways. And it is that journey of alignment until our alignment is complete. Complete alignment, you fulfill Galatians 2.20. It is no longer I, but Christ who lives in and through me. But along that journey, as we keep isolating, we keep learning, The Holy Spirit assists us in that journey to build our faith. He does not reject us. But He will keep convicting us, pointing out areas that need to be worked on and providing grace for us to resist, to submit to God, to resist the devil in those areas until he flees from us. That faith keeps us single-minded and unshaken. The people who do know their God shall be strong and do exploits because of their single-mindedness. Praise God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that kind of conviction in our hearts, Lord, and that edification, so that as we reflect on all the different areas of our life that we have not totally surrendered to you, Somewhere we still expressing our will. Somewhere we are still unsure. We have not built that kind of faith and trust in you. Some where we still do not even realize that we are currently operating out of the flesh and not walking by the spirit. Let your light shine on each of these darkness, areas of darkness in our life, Lord. That as that they are revealed to us, we surrender them to you. We repent for the mistakes that we have made in those areas. We shut that door to the enemy once and for all. And there is revival and transformation for that area of our life to be filled with your light. To become single-minded. I ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. As we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray a lot for all families that are facing division and separation of any kind. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds, all kinds of addictions, afflictions, compulsive behaviors but also prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance of your word, whereby they do not yet know you and your ways. And so continue to stick to their own ways. We also pray against poverty, Lord. That every such yoke of the enemy be broken in the lives of those that we are praying for right now. By the blood of Jesus. We pray for our own personal needs and those of our families and friends as well. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And As you release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. (laughs) chiara scala <laughs> से लेकर नेहरा रास्ते लेकर 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 चला रास्ता लेकर चला रास्ता 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 and बारा करा करा दे 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 how did you get it to know? I'm happy to see you. I'm happy to I'm happy to see rada I'm happy to I'm seperti itu kan apakah hasar akan datang karena hal-hal detail ada jalada seperti ini terkait juga apakah akan dapat paket atau balada liar asal rata-rata seperti apakah hasar akan datang dari debala <laughs> la 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 quando che da piangere per la tua cara mia la 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 loro Nancy Lara Dada Bada, dedicated a dedicated. No, 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 dada re <inaudible> <inaudible> arada bala ko da dada 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 Dedicated, said Academia. Prosticaria shall have a son, another love and a woman. Chiara Gibarada, the letter dedicated, the letter of the letter of the letter of the letter of the letter Kerap kata kerap, kerap he became a ने of the man of the man of the semra karapia <Will> re- da kio- kio- da kio- da da daraka da paca kara pa kara pa ya kara pa kara shanna kana paya na kara pa kara pa ya ah ay pa na ja la ra de 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 चोरन दादा राब्रा दादा लाला scripture that's been put on my heart today is from 1 Peter 1 verses 6 and 7 in this you rejoice though now for a little while you may have to suffer various trials so that the genuineness of your faith more precious than gold which though perishable is tested by fire may redound to praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ amen thank you Jesus Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a couple of scriptures shared in the chat. The first one is from Romans 8, verse 28, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. And the second scripture is from Romans 7, verses 15 to 20, quoted from the NIV, where it says, I do not understand what I do, for what i want to do i do not do but what i hate i do and if i do what i do not want to do i agree that the law is good as it is it is no longer i myself who do it but it is sin living in me the opposite of that is galatians 2:20 christ living in me that's where we're swinging between verse 18 that does it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. That's what we need to rise up above. Ask for grace to rise above that sin nature. If we are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections Divine Mercy and Rosary Sessions as well as the Friday Bible Teachings, please share links for Zoom and YouTube with friends and family, invite them to come join us, they can join us live during the sessions or they can also listen to the recordings if the time zones do not suit them and you can also share links to the prayer group, the telegram group, you could find those links in the description of all videos on our YouTube channel. They are also there on our Facebook page, on our other platforms. And you will find them shared somewhere in Telegram as well. And I'll share it again this morning on our Telegram group. So you can share those, invite them to come join us. They can share their prayer requests with others and be blessed. where others will pray for them and with them. And let the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and His favor that comes out of His jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day, so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day ahead, everyone. Thank, Thank you, you Masul. God, God bless you. everyone. God bless everyone. Thank you.